Should you be going after new construction in 2024? I don't know. That's going to be up to you. Today, we are going to go through some pros and cons of various painting markets. And for some, I'm going to be a little biased. I'm going to have more cons than pros. Now, everybody's got these emotional opinions about painting because they've worked in one single solitary painting business. Maybe a couple. Maybe you've gone to an industry conference. But they got these strong, strong opinions because of being on a Facebook group where everybody knows everything about these various markets. I'm going to tell you, after doing 2,500 individual, hour-long business system assessments that also take into account the earnings of the owner, what I think about these particular systems, uh, or, or segments of the market, rather, because of what I have seen, right? I mean, if you had done 2,500 assessments, like you, eventually you would have some opinions, and your opinions would be better than mine if I had done none, okay? So you can take my opinion with this or not, uh, but we're going to explore why you might want to look into commercial repaints in 24, and uh, why you might want to get in or out of some of these other markets. So let's get right into it. The first market that we're going to look at is residential new construction. And these are just old Uncle BS's opinions about this market, pros and cons. Here are the pros. You don't have to do any marketing or sales. You're completely free of that responsibility. You really don't even have to make up your own schedule because the contractor is going to make the schedule up. The contractor has marketed to get the clients. They have sold the clients. Your job is, for the most part, just to tell him what the square footage price is going to be. So those are the pros, right? You don't have to do the marketing. You don't have to do the sales. Your schedule, somebody else is going to tell you where you're going to be and when you're going to be there. Okay? Another pro is that during the winter, sometimes there can be a lot of inside work in this market. You want to stay busy. This is a good place to stay busy. Busy does not mean profitable. It just means busy. Other pros. You can do the work with lower skilled labor. You can do the work with people that have questionable records. <laughs> um, you don't have to worry about walking around on eggshells. Because the client's in the home in most cases. It's kind of a free-for-all. It's the wild, wild west. Residential new construction. Here are the cons. The margins are terrible. Very low margins. You, you know, in, in most repaints that I recommend that you go after, you're, you're going to make 50% gross profits. That means if you do a $10,000 job after labor and material, $5,000 is left over for the owner. Now, you got to pay overhead out of that. Marketing and sales expenses rent, whatever else. Well, you know, with your new construction business, you still got to pay overhead too, although the overhead's going to be smaller because you have abdicated your responsibility to the builder. Um, other cons, it's disruptive. You have to go back. There are multiple trades. The trades mess up your work. It's very difficult to schedule. The money's the biggest issue to me. It's just there's no money in it. Uh, I've not seen anybody who works in residential new construction that has made a significant amount of money lately, ever, 
unless they are working in it themselves and they are working like 60 hour weeks or, or more. Other cons, there's no equity in it. The, the contractor who brings you the client also owns the client relationship. Um, there's big risks of default in this. Um, what else? Yeah, new construction kind of goes up and down, right? There's lots of building and a little bit of building. Lots of building, a little bit of building. Lots of building, a little bit of building most of the time. With repaints, there can be cyclical things. However, uh, 99.99% of buildings are up out of the ground, right? Meaning there's a bunch of them. There's only a small percentage at any given time that are being built. So the market is is smaller. What else is, is, a, is a con about this market? Um, it's hard to scale because... Really about the only way you can make money in new construction is just to really watch everybody all the time. And when you have to watch everybody all the time, it makes it very difficult to do anything else. You can only manage so many crews. Here's another market. Commercial new construction. Has a lot of the same, almost all the pros and cons that I've mentioned, or a lot of them overlap. Okay, so what are the, the, the pros in commercial new construction? Projects are bigger. Projects are bigger. Margins are better than uh, residential, typically. Margins are better, not like screaming good margins, but better. Um, you don't have to deal with emotional homeowners. Uh, inside work. During the winter, uh, interiors got to be painted too. You can put larger crews on new construction projects. What else? Um, if you get a relationship with a good GC, you can ride that relationship in commercial new construction. What else? Um, I think that's about it. Here are the cons. People don't make a lot of money in this segment either. Generally speaking, when I work with people that are in commercial new construction, the margins are very low. 20%. Somewhere around in that gross profit margins, 20-30%. Sometimes lower. The pay is slow. It can be 30, 60, 90 days retainage. You endlessly look at blueprints. Uh, it requires a lot of administrative overhead to look at these blueprints. You don't get a lot of the jobs that you look at. The blueprints are typically written with the least amount of information available for painting. I mean, there's a ton of information for HVAC and mechanical. There's a ton of information for structural. But painting is a very small percentage of the budget and so they just don't give it a lot of attention to detail. So a lot of times the plans are difficult. They have these addendums that go out, and you have to read the whole daggum thing again to make sure that one of the things that's that's been changed in there isn't painting. It's not like there's just a painting section, and painting can be all over the place sometimes in the plans. You have a high risk of bankruptcy. I've watched people 
and there's lots of winners and losers in commercial new construction, meaning you do a job and you, you do pretty good, and then you do another job and you've made zero money, even though you've had reset, you know, uh, your money and your, your time is tied up in this project. Uh, in new construction, the other thing is um, they use your money to finance the projects, and they use the money of all these trades to finance the project in a way, okay? Same issue, lots of other trades coming in and out of your work. Um, but the, the main issue is the default issue. I mean, you, the con contractor can go bankrupt. The developer can go bankrupt. The bank can withdraw funding. The economy can turn around, uh, in the middle of a construction project. It's just, it's really risky. And I'm just telling you, after doing 2,500 assessments, most of the people that are in this market are not doing very well. There are a few that have gotten specific niches and there are a few that are like super duper really good micromanagers of their company that do pretty good in this business, but have, you know, those same time, that same time and talent put toward repaints, they'd make a lot more money. So commercial new construction, people think, oh, I want to get into commercial, and the, the, you know, the grass is greener over there because I'm in the residential new construction. It's just not very good. Now, new construction is just overall, it's just the worst segment for painters. It's just terrible. I've just talked to you about this stuff. I think I think working for a general contractor is like being an indentured servant or being a sharecropper. It's just it's just a terrible arrangement. And when you abdicate your marketing, sales, and operations responsibilities and you hand them over to another party, which is what you do when you work in new construction, you are going to necessarily leave a lot of money on the table. You can't abdicate all that responsibility and think that there will not be financial repercussions. There will be. And that's the, that is the, the if, if you have watched this whole video, nine minutes and 40 seconds, this is the big thing. When you abdicate your responsibility for marketing, sales, operations, any aspect of your business, there is a, uh, a noticeable decrease in the money you can make. New construction is just a terrible segment. That's just what all the, uh, every bit of data points me toward that. You may have a different opinion, but your opinion is probably emotional and dogmatic but it's not based in reality residential repaints i think they're great what are the pros they're everywhere you look there are tons of affluent neighborhoods in every community and even if they're not that affluent if they're even just upper middle class you can make a lot of money operations are simple they're easy to estimate the money comes in quickly it's cash flow it ain't, it ain't going anywhere um, 50% gross profits. It's just a good market. And those are the, those are the pros. I'm starting off with the pros of residential. You can see I'm biased. Um, what else are positive? You started up with hardly any capital. You can do it yourself. There's not much to get into it. Uh, I just love it. I think it's great. Uh, the repeat and referral revenue, if you do your marketing right, is exceptional and never ending. The marketing doesn't take much. The sales doesn't take much to do it properly. I see most people do it improperly. What are the cons? If you've got disorganized uh, operation systems, you don't have um, scheduling systems. You don't have uh, you don't have good processes at the office. You don't have a standard operating procedure or checklist for what happens with a job. You don't have a good folder system. Uh, you don't have an ultimate crew leader packet. You don't have good crew meetings. You don't incentivize your guys. 
it's aggravating to start and stop a lot of little jobs. Painting a couple of bedrooms takes the same administrative heavy lifting as painting a whole house exterior, as painting a whole warehouse. There's certain aspects, there's certain things administratively and operationally that have to be done each and every job regardless of size. And so when you have a big job, as a percentage of that work, the administration is, is smaller. So that's an aggravating part. Another aggravating part, you're going to run into cheapskate homeowners. But you're, I mean, if you're in new construction, they're already cheapskates before. I mean, you know that because of the segment. Um, they can be emotional. You know, homeowners are emotional. We've all got that crazy man, that crazy woman that needs marriage or life counseling and they want to take it out on us. They're crazy people. Uh, unrealistic expectations. But if you've got good contracts, and if you keep your wits about you, and if you've got a good collections attorney, <laughs> a lot of that is really shouldn't be an emotional feeling you have. It's just part of doing business. And out of 300, 400 transactions a year, you're going to run into a couple of people that are crazy, and it's going to be aggravation, but you know you shouldn't let it keep you up at night. It, it's just business. Commercial repaints. I love this segment. I can't say that it's my favorite segment because I believe if you just get into commercial repaints and if you don't have a significant aspect of residential repaints, I have watched the economy take a downturn and and people have a limited number of commercial repaint clients and, and it's just not diverse enough. It's not a diverse enough lead flow. Uh, I like to see both. I think it's safer with both as a company. But things I like about commercial repaints, pros. It's the same as residential for estimating 85% of the time. It's a wall, it's a room, it's siding, it's it's like the production rates are very similar, if not identical, and it's easy to develop new ones. You can see it. You don't have to look at blueprints. There's less competition. Uh, the margins are the same as residential, if not better, a 50% gross profit or better. The more specialized you are, the more you can charge. They're everywhere. They're up out of the ground. There are a ton of verticals that you can approach. Uh, the transactions are larger. Each client that you get, prop, commercial property manager, facility manager, maintenance manager, they could be managing millions of square feet per year, which means their average transactions with you over a year's time could be fifty to two hundred dollars to $300,000 a year every year. Uh, commercial repaints tend to have some kind of consistency, uh, and they're cycling depending on the segments that you get into. I remember we used to paint a, a private school dormitory, like two or three of them every year, like clockwork, right in the middle of winter, right in the middle of the holiday season. Kept our guys busy. We knew that work was always going to be there. Our commercial property management was great. We had a few logistics companies that had warehouses, and we might only do two a year, but they were big jobs. And then some years we'd do three, and some years we'd do none. But overall, we'd do about two warehouses a year. That's good work, easy work, big paychecks. Uh, the pay is fairly quick, fairly quick, but I mean it's 30 to 60 days, sometimes 90 days till you get paid. But a lot of these guys like pay a couple weeks, drop by the office, ask for a check. I mean not all of these are slow pay. Uh, what other pros do we have in commercial repaints? The jobs are big. I don't think I may have already said that. Not all of them. Now you're going to get lots of tiny jobs. When you work for a client and they need a foyer painted in a in a warehouse, you're you're gonna have to go do it. If you they need a door touched up, you're gonna have to do it. If they need one stairwell painted, you're gonna have to do it. That's fine. So in that that respect, it's similar to residential. What are the cons? 
Here are the biggest cons to commercial repaints. The biggest con to commercial repaints is the marketing and the sales that are involved to get in the door. It takes a while. It takes specialized skills and strategies and techniques. Um, you have to be patient and you have to be persistent and you have to be consistent. Patient, persistent, and consistent is not a painter's, an owner of a painting company's strong suit typically. Now, what else? It's one of the most difficult things. This and hiring and recruitment are probably the most difficult things that I coach people through, and I'll tell you why. It's all self-initiated effort. In residential, somebody calls, and you go run and lead, and then they say yes, then you got to paint the job. It's all reactive for the most part. It's you taking an initial stimuli and going and doing something, whereas commercial repaints, the, the, the marketing, the prospecting, is all self-initiated. You've got to do it, and if you don't do it, nothing bad happens. It's just that nothing happens. And so this is a, it's just a different skill set than most painters have, is doing what I refer to as major account selling. What are some other cons? And that's probably the biggest cons. It's just difficult to get into. You're going to hear no, 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 no. You're going to hear um, a lot of times you just can't even get to or find the decision maker, and you maybe never find them. I mean, it, it's something, but you, if you keep after this stuff, you, you find it. I mean, you can see, drive down the road, go to an industrial park, go downtown. Go to these huge manufacturers, go to these industrial plants, go to the assisted living facilities, go to the universities, go to the private schools. They're, it's all over the place. Go to the army bases. I mean, these things are all over. Commercial buildings are all over the place. Other cons. Um, it takes often a, a better class of painter. Depending on where you're painting, uh, they're going to want background checks. They're going to want safety training. There's going to be documentation and paperwork to fill out. There are going to be some hoops, depending on the kind of accounts you want to get into. Uh, you have to keep your nose cleaner. You can't do shady stuff. Um, what else? Cons. Um, I think that's about it. I think those are the cons. I'll try to think of some. Sometimes you run across stuff and it's your first time doing it or it's weird. And it can be risky. I mean, if you're painting a hallway, how risky is it? If you're painting an office, how risky is it? If you're painting a two-story building, it's not much different than a house. But somebody throws a, a huge warehouse at you with exposed ceilings that have soot and grime all over it, and they want you to clean and paint those. And you say, well, yeah, sure, I'll do it, but you don't really know how long it is. I mean, you could have just bought yourself a job that you know, three days into it, you're like, man, I'm going to lose sixty grand on this. So there's the risk there, but you you know the the thing that about the risk with commercial repaints is there's this magic word that you can always say, no. You just say no. I don't think so. I'm not. You know, I'd love to do other types of work for you, but this is not for me. It's not cut out for me. But honestly, if you've got good production rates in in residential, and if you keep a good production rate diary, there are things you can do to mitigate the risk. It is, this would take a whole other video. What do you do when you're approached with a weird big job and you don't know how to bid it? Are there the things that you can do to make sure that you don't get yourself in trouble and that if, if you start the project and, and you've screwed it up, you don't have to finish it? There are things you can do. There are. Not for this presentation. So those are the pros and cons. So if you are really interested, I mean seriously interested considering in 2024 
building a large portfolio of a few hundred thousand or a few million dollars in uh, commercial painting, I would recommend that you contact uh, me or that you register for the Painting Profit Summit. And here's why. Matt Orm is going to be giving a great presentation on landing large commercial maintenance contracts. This is somebody that I've coached in my Platinum and my Gold program, and he was stuck like a bug on flypaper in new construction and worked his way out of it, which is a very difficult thing to do in many cases because it just new construction is a meat grinder, and it's just always sucking you in and your attention, and it's hard to break your attention out and go do something new that isn't going to pay off right away when you got new construction eating your lunch every day from an administrative and an estimating standpoint. But he has found millions of dollars in residential, or no residential, in commercial repaints, and recently landed some very large jobs, had a lot of little ones. And it's not the first time he's landed large jobs, but recently he's really you know broken, broken uh, a stride. And he's going to be giving a great presentation at the Painting Profit Summit. Uh, but he's not the only person that's going to be speaking. We got Tom Curran. He's going to talk about big company turnarounds. We got uh, Yates is going to be talking about how do you take a large company uh, and, and, and take its operations and make it, make it profitable. Uh, we've got uh, some folks from Canada uh, that are going to be speaking uh, to us, the Samuelsons. Uh, a, a great husband-wife team about how they have made their company a lot more profitable. I mean, they had a huge swing in profits, as did Tom Curran. I mean, Tom Curran had a swing in profits that's bigger than most painting companies' revenue. Uh, we got uh, the Whitakers are going to be speaking uh, about how to really communicate with your clients in a way that can help bring tons of higher profit uh, work into your business. We've got Roger Carroll that runs like I think now like a twenty-five plus million dollar painting business. Uh, he's going to talk about how you really dominate a market because he does. I've never seen this before. I've never seen a gentleman dominate a mid-sized market. Most people have like point zero zero five percent market share. I bet Roger paints one out of every ten houses in his market. I don't know how many he pays. It's just ridiculous. I mean, he's a monster. It's a monster company. Uh, and then John's going to be talking about online leads and how to generate them and what to do if your website's not producing the leads that you want. If you ever have issues with, with your website or generating online leads through your own digital properties, email me, brandon at paintersacademy.com. We can get that fixed with John. And then I'm going to be talking for four hours at the pre-day, just the pre-day, on hiring and recruitment. Four hours, hiring and recruitment. And we're going to walk through about four to five full-on modules for different things uh generating leads and in, in the uh skilled trades uh market people that are employed professionally already we're going to talk about going after the latino slash spanish speaking uh recruitment how do you assess them for uh non-technical skills and technical skills quickly how do you keep up with uh your uh best potential hires even if you don't need them right away and a whole lot of other things it's going to be great marketing messages that actually work when you're trying to recruit, methods that, that generate leads, how to think about recruitment properly, how to make sure that you've got enough money and time set aside to do it properly. So it's going to be a good time. After that pre-day, I don't talk much. It's all peer-driven, okay? So if you've never made it to this event, you're crazy. You do this for a living. If you If you do this for a living and if you've never come to an event to learn how to make the most money possible with the least amount of stress, and you're a painting contractor. 
and you've never spent any time learning how to do this with your peers, well, it, it's insane. I mean, if you've met a, a heart surgeon and you said, did you ever take a class on how to do this heart surgery? No. Did you ever do any continuing education on how to do a heart surgery? No. Just cut me open. You'd never do that. But yet people do it with what they do for a living that feeds their family, and they wonder why they're not achieving excellence. It's crazy, and our industry's terrible about it. So I invite you to come visit with these people. If you need help in general, you know, you can call me as well anytime, 423-800-0520. You'd be surprised. Somebody's watching this right now, and they're going to call me. I get calls all the time at the office. And just people, I saw your video. I need some help. I'm not making any money. I didn't, or I'm making make as much as I should. I've been stuck at the same level of sales for 33 years or five years or four years or 10 years or whatever. Or email me, Brandon, at paintersacademy.com. And if you want to come to the Painting Profit Summit, we have virtual tickets. We have live tickets. Uh, paintersacademy.com slash summit. Uh, it'll be in Chattanooga, Tennessee. we got a beautiful city here. I'm partial. I live here, but it is fantastic. And it, we're a, a tourist attraction for a reason because there's lots to do, lots to see. It's beautiful, and the people are nice. And so hopefully you can come down. 25 minutes of that. Yes, here we are. Brandon Lewis with the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors. You are a crazy person if you don't attend the Painting Profit Summit. And I'm here to tell you, it's not a lot of money. It's not a lot of time. You'll benefit from it significantly. If you need help right away before the summit, just give me a buzz. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help. I mean, if, if you had some kind of awful, terrible disease like a sinus infection that wouldn't let you sleep at night, and you knew that there was somebody that could prescribe something for you to fix the problem, would you just live with it forever because you had an emotional feeling about the sinus infection? No. You go get the thing fixed. Fixing a painting business is no different. And I'm the doctor of painting businesses. <laughs> it's true. That's what I do. All right, guys. Love you, mean it. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Tis the season. I hope that this has helped you think about going after more commercial repaints in 2024, and I hope that it has encouraged you to get the heck away from new construction if you're stuck in it. Take care, guys. Love you, mean it. See you next time.